everybody. How's it going? Erica here with the Work of Art podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Listen, if you have been following this, um, you know, last week I jumped back on. We had a few weeks off and we are starting a series about business, really diving into some very practical teachings about business. All right. So, so many things I want to touch on. And one of the things I want to start with today, it was interesting on Sunday morning, the Lord was just downloading some stuff in my spirit to share this week to start with on this series. And again, remember, like I said, this is some very practical things to start with. But one of the first things the Lord was showing me was how as you know, someone who runs a business as an entrepreneur, we're leaders and the example that we set, right? What an opportunity. So that in of itself is your ministry. I mean, if that's the lane you're called to, if that's wherever you're called, if you're listening to this, that's going to be your ministry at your workplace. And so it's always about us leading by example, right? So we need to ask ourselves, what is the example that we are setting in business, right? Because that's our opportunity. That is how you are going to win people to the Lord. Um, Because number one, everything's about souls, right? And so whatever your lane is, that's what it's about. And so as I was getting ready, it was so crazy. The Lord just kind of gave me this whole download about like, you know, what example are we setting? And then I began to see, you know, what type of example the majority of people are setting and how that needs to change just in the business world in general. Right. And it was, you know, first of all, you know, the Lord wants us to have nice things. We are to be blessed. We are children of God children of a king like come on now it is for us to to live and live well you know and have wonderful things but we must have our hearts right so what i would say as someone who you know we're going to be hiring a team team of people soon and you know i know it's going to expand it's going to expand quickly and for me the biggest thing is i my i don't want to teach someone you know hey do what i do and you can have this flashy car you know no, my, what I want to do is say, hey, you know, people are watching us. So let's show how, how values, you know, what type, how to do things in excellence, how to steward. So stewardship and values, right? Those need to be two things at the very top of the list there. And that comes way beyond, hey, look at me. I work hard, make a lot of money. Look what kind of car I can drive. You should work hard and get one too. No, I I actually don't even agree with that at all because you're skipping over so many other things that matter way more than that. And even worse is, you know, people, the reason why, what's your, what's your why? And if you listened to last week's episode, I was trying to, I was kind of doing an intro um, to the business teachings, but it really goes back to, and I want you to ask yourself that even with this teaching, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? You know, if it's to get the next next best thing, that's not going to sustain you. In fact, that's going to make you broke. That's going to put you in a hole because what happens is nothing will ever actually be good enough. Because guess what? By the time you drive that car off the lot, it's already depreciated and there's already something else coming out, right? So there's always going to be the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And all you're doing is spinning your wheels, going broke, putting up a front for people is really what you're doing. That's really what you're doing. And you know, it's funny. I I really actually know a lot of millionaires have a few friends that are millionaires and you know, these people are millionaires because they're not, you know, just, they're not doing stupid stuff with their money. Hello. They're not doing stupid stuff with their money. They're not out there buying these crazy flashy cars until they've actually 
really made it. You know what I mean? Like the problem is people are trying to do it before, like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get there, but they're trying to go ahead and get it all now. And where's the stewardship in that? Where's stewardship in, you know, okay, I just started making more money. So let me, let me, you know, go live outside of my means really quickly. Cause I know I'm going to make more. That doesn't even make sense. How is that stewarding anything? That's not faith. That's ignorance. And I think, unfortunately, people mix the two a lot. You know, people mix those things up and, you know, and then as someone, if you're a leader, right, and you have a lot of people looking at you and you're running the business, okay, and say, for example, you're like, you know what, I love my employees, I want to bless them, you know, so let's bless them with, it could be something as big as a car or flashy, you know, nice shoes, something I know they normally couldn't get because I just want to keep them motivated to know, you know, you work hard, you can have this and all this stuff. Do I agree with that? Yes and no. I'm going to lean more to the no because what you're creating are workhorses for you. People who you just feed them a little something and you're like, you know what, I'm going to keep them because you know. I mean, that could or could not be the mentality, but I'm just saying it's, it would be easy. Just keep people coming to you. That'll be the reputation. Oh, you're going to get blessed. We got this. We got that. And now people are touching and having probably things nicer than what they've ever had before. And the danger in that is their focus can, but they can become so focused on the next nice thing, material things, you know, and that's not something you don't want to, you don't want to be responsible for creating that in someone. You follow me? Like that's such a big deal. Like let people decide what they want. You know, financial rewards, I think are great. You know, I I don't want to get people stuck on material things. Cause like I said, I personally believe that's a danger zone because when you're dealing with different kinds of people from all different backgrounds, everyone didn't grow up with a lot. In fact, maybe most people didn't. And it's difficult if people have never had nice stuff and never dealt with any of that, it could totally throw them and mess them up. Totally. You know, I even see in fitness, for example, just to kind of give an analogy to that, like for someone teaching people about health and fitness, exercise, how to get healthy, people grab it, love it, and then they can go way to the other side of it to where it can even become like an addiction. And it's like, oh gosh, then you gotta like, you know, you're like reeling people back in. So our goal as leaders and as business people, and if you're building a brand, something that you know will touch millions of people, number one, we need to be focused on stewardship and values. You know, as Christians, hello, like this is our ministry. People should see us and be like, oh man, like, you know, learn how to spend time with their family, how to know that God's always first, you know, um, how to do everything in excellence. Like, man, when they do something, it's on point. I already, I already know it's going to be on point. It's like when you go to Chick-fil-A, you already know. And you'd be shocked if it didn't flow or go like it was supposed to. And you know, what's funny is it goes, their, their reputation is that it's going to be good. It's always going to be on point. The customer service is great. That do you know, even if they did slip up or something went right, we'd probably give them a pass because they are known to always do so well, right? Come on, you know you agree with that. It's like, oh, it's okay, you know. And, you know, so that's what we got to ask ourselves is what kind of example are we setting? And, you know, it all goes back, everything goes back to the same message as us, ourselves as individuals, looking into the mirror to say, Lord, what is it that I need to do differently? What is it that I need to change? You know, God, this is, I am here. I am nothing but a vessel to be used by you, Lord. What is it that you want me to do? Because you guys, it's so easy to get caught up in the fluff. It's so easy. Like the problem is people are out here desiring things and it doesn't even make sense. People are taking scripture and just 
changing it around to, I don't even know. It's like so bizarre to me. Like, you know, there's one thing to have faith for something than just to be flat out ignorant and lazy. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you want a nice car, educate yourself on the car, learn about the car, know what the upkeep of it is. I, I know a lot about cars because I like cars and I've had a lot of cars and I could especially tell you a lot about the ones that I have had because I'm, I'm a car person and you know, a short testimony, you know, when I went through the season of having to let some stuff go to be a full-time Bible college student, that was difficult for me. And the Lord revealed a lot of things to me that I, I still had on the inside. There was still pride, um, you know, and working through some of that. And now the, the best place to be is just a place of contentment, being content, being content is like the most amazing thing with contentment there is peace and there's nothing like peace i'm telling you there's no thing in this world that's gonna give you peace outside of jesus that only comes from jesus you will not get that anywhere else but your lord and savior you know so we we really the most powerful thing is ask yourself are you content in all things in all seasons, right? Are you content? You know, the Bible talks specifically about that in the book of James. And, you know, when it starts off, it says, count it all joy, you know, and you go through trials and, and all that and being content in all things. So it's not in that order, but in that book, nonetheless. Um, and those are things I personally think about a lot, pray about and grab a hold of and stand on because it's easy to be content when things are going your way when things look good, when you have the things that you want, but what is your attitude like when they're not, you know? And again, that goes back to in business or as a leader, you're setting an example. So then you got to look to yourself. Um, how do you act if things aren't going your way? You know, because in business, things aren't always going to go your way. As children of God, we'll face challenges and we're going to deal with different things. And so now you're basically going to be put in a spotlight as you start these things like you're you everything you do is going to be in a spotlight so what is that going to look like what is that going to look like if if everything you do is highlighted and spotlighted how would that look would you want your values right in the way you do things amplified would is it something you'd say you know what when i look in the mirror and i see this it would be great if a lot of other people were doing the same thing or if you look deep down, would you say, oh, no, it would not be good if there were a lot of people doing this or, or whatever. You know, so these are the things you need to think about. Don't get ahead of God. Don't get ahead of God. You know, we, everyone today, it seems like, is in such a hurry. It's like people get saved. And God can do, his timing is his timing. Could he radically do something right now? Absolutely. But let's be real. I believe he loves us too much you know, to, to try to put something on us that we're not ready for yet. And thank God for that. Okay. Um, I, you know, people come and get saved and, you know, be saved for a few years or whatever. And just, they don't understand why, you know, the Lord hasn't done their list of things and their timetable. I'm like, what, at what point did someone teach you that he's a genie? It don't work like that. Like he's your father. He's your father. He does even more than the earthly father does way more. So like, think about a good earthly father. Think about what the best example of an earthly father would look like. You know, the discipline, the love, the teaching you and you learning to work and, and all this stuff. What more is your heavenly father going to do? 
did you think you were just going to get saved and serve God? And because you win souls, all of a sudden he's just going to hand you everything? Yeah, you're going to be taken care of. You're going to be provided for, covered, favored, whatever. But in his timing, he has to still grow you up and to teach you. You can be a baby in the things of God. You know, and you have to grow and you have to learn. And that's okay. We've all had to do that. You're no less than anybody else because of that. There are some people who just get started later in life. Some start early. And you can't waste your time sitting around looking at that. You know, you just got to worry about you and the things that God needs you to do. And many, many times I think people are missing their breakthrough and they're missing that next thing. You know, because people are just doing too much. They're trying to work too much up with God. It's like, just really focus on developing that solid relationship with Him. And it's not hard. Think about just our our relationships in life. You know, it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. Things take work, but it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. It's, It's when you're doing things in the arm of the flesh without the Lord that it's hard. You know, so I always say if if things aren't moving, we go from glory to glory. You know, there shouldn't necessarily be a waiting season in the sense of like you're always waiting. That means something's wrong. And again, like I just said, and I've said over and over, you have to look in the mirror and say, okay, well, what is it I'm to be learning here? There's something that's being missed. And because the Lord loves you, he's going to teach you and he wants to prepare you. And like I said, be thankful for that. Be thankful for that. So number one in business, you know, you want to set that example of stewardship and of values. You know, what is that mission statement? I'm going to close with this. What is the mission statement of your business, your vision, your ministry, you know? And if you don't know that, after listening to this, I want you to go take some time to the Lord and pray about it and write it down. It should bubble up, come up right out of your spirit because it's in you. Whatever it is he's called you to do, if he's called you in that avenue, you know, it's in there. Anybody could ask and you should be able to just say it, Um, whether it's ministry or business. You know, what is, what scripture does your business and your vision stand on? That's something you should know right off the bat. You shouldn't even have to think about it. And if you don't know those things, then yes, you need to slow down a little bit and get before the Lord, spend some time with the Lord, maybe learn how to listen to him more than just talking all the time, asking him for stuff. Come on, come on somebody, like, come on. Are you hearing from God? Or are you too busy always telling him what you want, you know? Do you ever just go before the Lord quietly, you know? Do you ever just worship him and listen? And you can hear from him. You can hear from him. So, you know, there there has to be scriptures that you're standing on for that vision and that business. Because if you aren't, you are going to be standing on sand. You want to be standing on a rock, something that is solid, something that is going to last, okay? And yes, the Lord can give you a, a vision and you can even get a word, right? But it doesn't mean it's guaranteed to come to pass because there is a big part that you play in that and that's what I'm really going to be spending some time on next week talking about that is you know how to work that word and even work that vision and that thing that the Lord put deep down on the inside of you it's not guaranteed to just happen <laughs> you play a big part in that and what we don't want is for you to live and then die or Jesus come back and and you never really live that thing out because that's really what you were created to do and what you were created to do no matter what it is in 
is about souls. And that matters more than anything before Jesus comes back or before people pass away. So you got to get this thing. There's no time to be playing around right now. And I believe that's why the Lord put this message on my heart now. Because it's go time. It is acceleration time. Don't miss this time. If you do your part, the Lord is going to come and do his. Stop being in a hurry. Do your homework. The basic simple things like I've talked about today. Do your homework. Right? Know your why. Know what your why is. Number one, know what your why is. Number two, what is the mission statement of your business? That means what is your business about? Why is this? What is the mission of the business? What is the goal of the business? Number three, what scripture, scriptures does the business stand on? Right off the bat, those three things you should already have written down. If you don't do it now, go ahead and do it before you even think about moving forward, okay? Go ahead and do that. That should already be in you and you get it out and you put it on paper, all right? And then I talked about setting examples. You know, what what is, you know, we talk about what we're doing. Stewardship, we should be teaching stewardship and be a, a living example of it and values, and values, right? We're Christians. If anyone is uh, any, can see any part of our life, and if you have something that's going to be successful, everybody's going to be able to see it and be touched by it. What type of example is it setting? Is it that of a child of God? Is it is everything you do done in excellence? Are you wise with your money? Do you teach people how to? Um, do we talk about family and family values and keeping the family unit together and what that looks like? What an opportunity it is to be in business. I'm telling you, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing for so many reasons. And remember, it is your ministry. It is a ministry. Don't let people put you in a box. You know, yes, stay in your lane, but understand what you've been given is big. Even if you're not in a pulpit, it's a ministry and you're going to touch many people and you're responsible for that. And that's a big deal. So always continue to look in the mirror. Keep your heart right because that is what will keep you will protect you that will sustain you and the Lord will be able to constantly come in and help you and speak to you when you're keeping your heart right okay look you guys grab grab this message go back and listen to these things again if you can take notes really start here I want you to take these teachings week by week and apply them and I'm just excited to see what the Lord does in your life um you know, whenever you do that. And if you're sitting here and you're listening to these just because you like to listen to it, and you're like, Erica, I don't know. Like, I think there's something I'm supposed to do, but I'm not sure. Listen to me and hear this before I close. Whatever that thing is that is burning on the inside of you that you think about all the time and you, you know, you can't shake it, but you're like, oh, it's almost embarrassing to tell anybody, you know, well, I'm going to confirm for you. That's God. Because it's going to be so big that, no, you can't do it. You can't do it without him. I'm a living example of that right now with what we're walking in and doing. But it's him, but it can't be done without him. So you want to nurture that relationship with the Lord. Because that's for your whole life. That's for the rest of your life. And so grab that. Know that this is how this works. This is the foundational stuff in a successful, godly business. That can impact nations and win souls and bring in finances for the kingdom. 
and come on, what's greater than that? Come on, you guys. Thank you all for listening. Grab this, take notes, get ready for next week because each teaching is going to build upon the next. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned and I will be back on here next week. I love you all. Be back soon.